I really want to talk about or show contrast to how God speaks. I remember saying in a podcast that God speaks in many different ways. And I was teaching about how to hear from God. God will use music, movies, something you're reading, a dream, an open vision. You may have the gift of hearing where you'll hear God speaking. You may hear a phrase multiple times. You may see numbers multiple times. Sometimes God speaks in parables. There's nothing that exists on the earth that God cannot use to speak. I had to turn that down a little bit. I was watching a really great movie, and then another one came on. Um, And I said, well, I got to see how this one turns out. Then I'm going to just let cartoons play and go to sleep. (laughs) So I was listening to the Bible on audio on the book of Revelation. I think I'm listening to the NASB version. Not too sure. And I was falling asleep as I was listening to it. And I heard 30 minutes, 10 days, 50-something days or 40-something days. I do need to go back in and see what these days are in reference to. Now, I remember the three days, and the Bible talks about the three days of darkness. And in modern times, we would call that three days of no electricity. And I remember God saying, get three candles, don't answer the door. Um, stay away from the windows and be prayerful the whole time. That is somewhere in the Bible and I need to go and look for it. So what I want to do is write down all of these things because I know that Before things really kick off, time is short. Two more good years. Whatever the heck that's going to look like. Biden had moved some weaponry from Pearl Harbor. And I believe... That is coined as we're stationing for war. 
a couple of weeks ago, I did read an article stating that they were practicing. The United States was practicing and um, I think Taiwan was practicing. I read another article that said Honduras had broke away from Taiwan and made a deal with China. I was very confused. I don't even know how Honduras even got in it. I never hear of Honduras. I think the last time I was hearing about Honduras was like the 90s. And it was a lot going on there. And people left for safety. There was someone from Mali. Bali, Mali. Somewhere. And... He was saying that people from Russia was there and they're tearing up the culture and they have their nose in the air um, concerning the natives of that land. I'm not sure how you go into somebody else's house and turn your nose up at them. But I'm keeping a mental note of that. Of that. God did say multiple times to me that when China and Russia invade the U.S., that they're going to be cold-hearted and brute. If you're fleeing your country because of what's going on and you go to a whole nother country and turn your nose up, you've learned nothing. You've learned nothing. When you go into somebody's house, respect their house. Don't go in there and put your feet up on a sofa. So, I ended up talking to someone who have more supernatural experiences than I do. And I think we spoke for about three, four hours. <laughs> he has some very interesting experiences. And the things that he was saying to me, he experienced supernaturally, but God told it to me. Like I didn't, I didn't have the experiences that he had. 
and he has way more uh, clarity than I do. We are at the end of history. I remember telling you guys after Pluto in Aquarius is Pluto in Pisces and the 12th house is the end, right? We are at the end of history. Pluto will be in Aquarius for about 20 years and then it will go into Pisces. He told me about reincarnation and I always wondered about reincarnation though so I don't remember any of my past lives um, I don't know about it at all whatsoever at least not consciously um, but my prayer is always I don't want to reincarnate back you have to just let me be an ancestor but I don't think I'm going to get that I think he's going to reincarnate me. Because according to him, reincarnation happens over and over again. Until you're done. And if I was real with myself, realistic with myself and told myself the truth, and I think about this lifetime that I've lived, I would have to do it over again. And that time, get it right so that I don't have to reincarnate. I think I missed um, about 25 years of opportunity to, to change the trajectory. And I missed it. And for that, I think I'll be reincarnated back into the earth. But he says something interesting to me about reincarnation. He said, if you, you know, you do well in this lifetime, when you reincarnate, you'll reincarnate to a good life. Or you have good parents and, you know, a good life, so forth and so on. But if you spent multiple lifetimes just doing wrong, you don't reincarnate. And I remember God confirming things with me about a relative and saying that he's not going to allow her to reincarnate and that she's going to cry. But he's going to let her know he don't believe her because she keeps saying the same thing and making the same promise. But she never does it. So she's not going to reincarnate. So where do you go? Purgatory. A conscious state of torment for an eternity. It's quite interesting. And 
So he told me about the wars, the Civil War and the nuclear war and how he saw everything and how everything was going to happen and play out and about the people and certain states falling into the sea, Jamaica and the Caribbean islands being in the sea, like just no longer there, some places being rearranged because of a global earthquake. I vaguely remember God telling me about a global earthquake. And this was a f- forever ago that God told me about a global earthquake. And that wasn't the first time I heard someone say the continents and countries and states were going to be in the ocean and rearranged and stuff like that. And this is the part where I, I think God speaks in different ways because I watch some people just sit and they, they critically think for themselves. They pay attention for a while. They end up putting two and two together and they come up with a synapsis, right? And the synapsis is accurate. Then you have people who... God will cause them to experience what is going to happen. Then there are the people whom God tells them what's going to happen. There are three different ways where God is speaking, and it's the same message. Through different generations, baby boomers, Generation X, Gen Z, the millennials. There's children having dreams about what's to come and what they're saying are things that the baby boomers were saying. There's no way a a five-year-old can say the exact same thing as you know, 70, 80-year-old person. And it'd be false. Something's true. So I'm just amazed at the different ways in which God speaks. And he's turning up the urgency because our time really is short now. But how short? I can't say for sure. I asked them about these unidentified flying objects, and he said it was real. I've never seen it. I don't want to see it. I'm good. (laughs) There was a lady, and I took pictures of this, who she had um, a camera in the back of her house, the back and the front, because those were doors there. 
And she had told one of her children to take the garbage out. And she was watching the child on the camera on the back of the house. Then it dawned on her that she was seeing something by the tree. So she took a picture. She showed the video that she took a picture. And I was like, wait a minute, hold on. A minute. You're going too fast. So I took a picture of the video. And then I zoomed in and I said, holy Toledo. And I put it up on Instagram. Aquarius signifies artificial lights, unidentified flying objects. And there are more and more people capturing things and putting it on TikTok. And it lets you know different states, different countries are seeing these things. Everybody can't be lying. It was a point in time where they had shows recreating these situations and say, oh, no, it was a balloon. It was this, it was that. The tape was edited. This was edited. That's that. And this is this. It's not true. It's false. But the whole time, it was true. They had that documentary on Amazon that they released in 2020 about the same thing. And the scientists said it would be easier if they just let the civilians know that these things exist, they've been here, they live amongst us, and let them come out, you know, even more so that we can just be all one. I don't know how you're going to be one with something that's non-human. But God said people nasty, people nasty, and they're going to be having sex with these entities. That's what he told me. That's what he said. So... Only thing I know is I don't want no personal experience. I don't think my heart could take that. I don't. I was falling asleep and I felt like something was trying to just go on ahead and come through a timeline into my home. And I said, why the fuck do y'all keep trying to come into my home? Like, what is in here? What is in here? Shoes, pasta. Like, what you want that you coming over here? What do you want? And I was telling that thing to go away. And it was tussling with me. I didn't feel like tussling. I called God and it went away. Did not come back at all. And I slept like a baby. Why y'all keep coming in here? What is, I'm trying to figure out what is in here. 
an electric fireplace. <laughs> what you want, the food chopper? I mean, come on. What's in here for you? But it's really my reproductive system. That's what it is. Part of what it is, anyway. But I'm going to need them to keep that outside. Outside, please. Oh, God. There's a video that began to be, that began to surface and spread on the internet. With some people that gave back their medals from the military. And they gave people in Iran, Iraq, an apology. Because they, they said that they were told that they were helping to liberate the people. But really, they was fighting for oil and they didn't know. And they said that they went into the country and wrecked havoc on the people not knowing, and they extended an apology. That was very noble of them. And it reminded me of an alignment in the natal chart where I saw that these people were going to side with the civilians and not their leaders. In Paris, the people are protesting, and they've been protesting for a while. Because the age limit to retire was changed by executive order. And the people was like, you didn't ask us anything. You just went ahead and did it. They burned the place down. They burned down Paris. They took garbage and dumped the, the city garbage on lawmakers' front lawns to their house. I saw a <laughs> People sitting outside at the restaurant were just a few feet away from them. Things was on fire. It reminded me of that, that song in the movie Top Gun, Blaze of Glory. <laughs> I'm going down with the blaze of glory. And the people was unbothered with all of the fire going on. Just eating. Restaurant open for business. Honey. They said nine million people were marching, had a drone flying over, looking at miles and miles and miles of people. I said, they got that many people? I went and Googled it. And they do. I was surprised. Excuse me, I was very surprised. But New York in itself has double that number. Well, more than double that number. There's over 80 million people in New York alone. 80 million. It's a lot of people. That's a lot of people.
Another thing that the gentleman had, you know, talked to me about speaking of, you know, the war and stuff like that. I remember telling y'all that I saw the civil war and the spiritual war and the protests. Um, I don't remember if I told y'all I saw mobs um, coming back. We remember mobs from like the 70s, right? They're going to be coming back with Pluto and Aquarius. So it's like a lot happening, but over a succession of time. So he told me about, you know, China and Russia invading the U.S. Said that they were already here, which I had told you guys about because I saw it in the transiting chart. But then God told me by land, sea, and air that they were going to invade and it was going to be in stealth like a thief in a night. They won't even know. America won't even know that it had even happened. He told me he saw the wealthy people locked up in their homes and they had hired snipers. So if anybody tried to loot their home, the sniper would get them. People hiding underground, but God knows that they are there and God's still going to get them. And how they'll try to breed with Entities or beings, and it won't work, of course, and they won't survive, of course, because it's out of the natural order of God. So, after that conversation, we talked a little bit about tribes because, um, God was talking to me about tribes. and But this is like the third time God said something to me about tribes. And um, I saw twice an alignment in the natal chart where people were going to search out their lineage, and their heritage, and their culture and return back to it. I just didn't, like, my brain just didn't go into, you know, God was the one doing it. And I didn't think about why either. But then as I sat and, you know, I thought about it, it made sense because there are Blessings and promises that comes with the family lineage. And if you're getting mingled up with different 
tribes or cultures, ethnicities, it's kind of hard to to hold fast to, you know, those promises. And I listened to a girl. She was from some place in Africa that I never heard of, and she told a story about her grandmother and her grandfather and how her grandmother was the only person that did not convert to Christianity, she said, because it was colonized and she wasn't going to conform to um, something that was not part of her culture. But her husband converted to Christianity and the grandmother had prayed so that her grandchildren would remain in their culture. The woman had died, the grandfather still alive. She said he was 103 years old, and he told her the story about the grandmother and how she had prayed. And he got upset with her and had left the house. And But it was interesting how she came from another part of the land back to her original land and holding fast to her roots. She had on her tribal colors and, you know, the different necklaces with the different colors. And her hair was braided. Her skin was beautiful. And I just love to see it. But it was confirmation for me where God had been talking to me about tribes and lineage and cultures and so forth and so on. So I've got some work to do. I got to dig around a little bit in the Bible. I got to dig around. I got to dig around. So the gentleman also talked to me about that as well, about tribes and cultures and so forth and so on. And how they're not supposed to really mix. Certain tribes are not supposed to mix. I thought that was interesting. Because God is loud. You know what I mean? I don't always hear him audibly. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. But I am so used to the different ways that he speaks that I can recognize when God is speaking. But the testimony to you who is listening is that God will use different means to speak to you. And whatever it is that he's talking to you about, he will always point you back to him. Always. He's not going to say to you, you want to be rich? Okay, I'll make you rich. Bring and then you're rich. Now that's not how that's gonna work. God is not gonna do that. God is gonna say, keep your eyes on me. Pray, sing, hold the Sabbath, read, study, stop watching this, return to me, keep your eyes on me. 
Keep your mind on me. Focus on me. He will always point you back to me. I remember I wanted to make a vision board. And he said, what do you want in a vision board? And I said, I want to put this and this and this and this and this and this. And And everything I said, he said to me, okay, as long as it honors me. Okay, as long as it honors me. Okay, sure, as long as it honors me. Okay. And he was just listening to me. Okay, as long as it honors me. So even if I were to glue a heart (laughs) on a vision board, that heart has to honor God. And that's how you know if God is speaking and it's not, you know, a figment of your own imagination or it's not your own pride deceiving you. Because whatever he tells you to do, it's going to point you right back to him. Always. You remember I said that. So after the gentleman and I got done talking, I had myself, actually I had some Burger King. And I actually got a little bit too much Burger King. Because I didn't eat all of it. I was feeling a little under the weather. So I didn't eat all of it. I took enough. I ate enough to not be (laughs) hungry. But I really didn't care to eat. So somebody posted a movie, an a Amazon Prime movie called Dragon Day. They had a little clip of the movie Dragon Day. And from what I saw in the clip, ATM machines was down. The power went out. And it was a 2013 movie. I said, uh-oh, I'm going to watch this. Because this reminded me of the three days of darkness, right, where the power go out. <laughs> so I went on Amazon. Went on Amazon Prime. I found it. And I watched it. It was a good movie. It was. It kept me a little bit like, okay, so what's going to happen next? How are they going to get out of it? You know, what's going to go on? And I was rooting for that family to make it out. Oh, I was rooting for them. So, they was up in the back road somewhere. Nowhere near the city. It was probably like a two-hour drive to the nearest town. One person had an electric car and the other person had a truck. From the 70s, still took gas. And so, they was trying to get some money, buy some food, whatever, a little snack, whatever. But the machines was down. They didn't think anything of it. Drove back to the house and started talking to each other. And the husband was like, wait a minute, something is going on. Not something to say, right. Ended up with a whole broadcasting system on the TV with a fictitious president said, fellow Americans, you know, this is what's going on. And I'm sorry to tell you, we are at war. 
and then it went out. Then everybody's cell phone went off. Um, you know, and everybody's cell phone said the same thing. And it was about you know, pretty much a militia who had taken over. And the, the husband ended up figuring out that it was China who had invaded the United States and shut down all electronics because the United States owed China a couple of trillion dollars and they could not afford to pay it back to China. So China came to get something. A lot of the batteries and aluminum and and electric cars and the this and the that, that and this, is made in China. And because they made it, they knew how to shut it down. And what did they use to shut down all of the electronics? You, you couldn't get no money out of the ATM. You couldn't swipe your card. If you had no cash, you was out of luck. You had no lights. You had no running water. Nothing. And because they didn't have any money, they couldn't buy food or water, and they ran out of food and water. They was eating all right at the beginning because they had food. But then they ended up getting to potatoes and and oats, and then that was gone. So they was getting water out of the, the back, the toilet tank, and then that was gone. They had nothing. The police were extorting the people. There was people running around in the mountains over there looking for food and water. They had weapons running up in people's houses trying to get food and water. They ran up in the wrong house and got caught, and that was the end of them. They didn't make it too far. They had bags and everything from well, food and water from other people's houses that they had scavenged. So the man worked for somebody, the husband, he worked for somebody. And he knew how to he knew how to operate these electronics. But there were some things that he needed um, where he couldn't utilize what he had, even his old machines that he had, old radios. Couldn't use it because the the battery had died in it. And where was the battery made? China. China, getting back to this part, China, how they shut down their electricity in America is through the towers outside. Those little towers that you see in the neighborhood at the top of the pole. Those towers. So in the movie... Those towers release EMP, and that frequency is what shut down the batteries that are used in America's products.
And it made me think of cryptography. And I was supposed to be buying a book or two on cryptography and looking at a couple of YouTube videos on cryptography while I can and taking some notes. Because I saw maybe a year or two ago in the natal chart an alignment that talked about books no longer being available. And what was there, the prices would be so high that the average person wouldn't be able to pay for it. So I wanted to get the books while I could, while they're affordable and they're available for purchase. Cryptography is going to be important to to know. Another language is going to be important to know. Whether you learn Spanish or you learn Russian or even Chinese, these three languages, pick one at least. Download the app. It's called Duolingo, completely free, and you'll learn a language for free. If you can speak the basics, wonderful. Wonderful. As long as you know enough to we excuse me, you can get from point A to point B, good enough. Good enough. There's this, I seen this person, and I got it in my Amazon, on my Amazon wish list. Holloway, Callaway, Maladay, something, y'all. It, it, whatever this material is, it blocks EMP. And there was a person who had a mobile home and they lined their mobile home with this Faraday something. And I don't quote me on what it's called, but I'm sure if you Google materials that block EMP, it's going to come up. But they had their home mobile home lined with that stuff. The roof and the walls. And that's not a bad idea to get. Why you can. At least your electronics will work. It's a good idea to get some things that are battery operated. I was watching the movie Nope, N-O-P-E. And one of the guys had a really old recorder. And he, he it had a crank on it. And it was recording what it was able to see as long as he was cranking it. And I said to myself, you know something? Because it don't need electricity or batteries. Now, it would be a good idea if we could find some type of radio or charger where it has something where you can crank it up so that it can work. That would be good to have.
excuse me. Another thing I did was I looked at all of the countries that are not affiliated with the United States. And the last I knew, there were 109 countries that were trying to join BRICS, a.k.a. leaving the United States alone. So I want to see how this, you know, all pan out by the end of the summer. If Honduras linked up with China, that tells you a lot. If China and Russia is going to invade the U.S., that tells you a lot. The way that the Bible say America is going to fall, there's a part of me that has, like I feel all different things, no empathy, empathy, a little happiness, a little sadness. I feel all sorts of things about America. But I tell you something. I'm more attached to God than I am America, and I was born here. My parents were born here. My grandparents were born here. I will leave in a heartbeat. Because I don't have anything to do with what's coming. Mississippi just had a whole town, whole little city. God tore that thing up with a tornado. Tore it up. That was the same place that had reenacted the Roe Ro versus Wade. And as I was looking at what God did to the city, I said, now, I just don't understand why people would still trifle with God. But at the same time, God told me that no matter what he do, there's still going to be people that won't turn to him. They just won't. I've been saying for a while that people need to leave melanated people alone. Some people have sat back and watched and put two and two together and they said, you know what? I'm not trying to be left behind, so let me link up. Let me stop doing this. Let me help. Because I'm not. Mm -mm. Then there's other people who refuse to accept the truth. And then there's some people that have always gotten away with what they've gotten away with. And nothing's going to happen. So it's a new day. Time is up for them. The way that America is going to fall in the book of Revelation and according to what the man had experienced that I was talking to. It's not pretty. By far. And I don't want to be nowhere around it. No way around it. 
So I'm looking at who, who's part of the United States, who's not. Where I'm going to head out to, because I'm definitely going to head out. I'm not staying in the United States, and I, I really don't want to be someplace that's part of the United States. But if I do, I need to go someplace that's close to a border that I can drive and, and get out. Because the man that I was talking to, he said, God told him or showed him the way that he's going to move melanated people out the way by a strong arm. That means push. You ain't got no other choice. And it's it's for your safety. And that's why I keep trying to say on this podcast, when I say do X, Y, Z and don't do X, Y, Z, it's for your safety. He had a very good point that he had made to me. He said the people that was from Haiti, um, got kicked out of the United States and he thinks that God was saving them because of what's to come. He don't have anything to do with what's coming to the U.S. And he got a good point. I remember telling y'all looking at Mercury in the natal chart um, and how some things was lining up with them and I said God is going to speak to to the Mexicans and start telling them to leave the United States and go back to their country. Mexico was not part of the United States. And I told y'all pay attention to the Mexicans in your neighborhood. Keep an eye out. Because when you see that they're gone, God says something to them, you need to head out. And what I was saying to God is, you don't have to get me out of the United States by a strong arm. I could go in advance. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh, y'all, but I'm very serious. <laughs> don't push me out. You ain't got to push me. Mm-mm. You ain't got to yell either. I'm willing. Tell me where I'm going and I'll go. Lead the way. I'm going to head out. Just let me get a trailer. Some. <laughs> get a little cabin over there. I can uh, plant some stuff. Plant potatoes and carrots and cabbage and onions and broccoli and peppers and tomatoes. And spinach and lettuce. The things I'll do with that stuff, the type of meals I make out of that. Chow. We get a couple of chickens and a hen. So I can have eggs. Chow, bye. <laughs> so, needless to say, It's not going to be pretty, y'all. For those of you that are in the United States, we got a wealth transfer coming regardless, you know. And so for those of you that say you don't have the money to go, if you're invested in the right places, 
because I know a couple of days ago, God said to me, um, take your, he said something, take your, take your profits. That's what he said, take your profits. So I know something is coming soon. I'm going to take my profits too. And I'm going to head out. I'm going to head out. Get a little piece of land. Get something out of the United States. Because I don't want to. I don't want. And let me tell you something else. That's some good advice. Try not to live on a fault line. Because when a global earthquake happens. It's going to be on a fault. Along the fault lines. So try not to live there. Also try to live inland. Away from anybody's body of oceans. If you decide to stay in the United States, go inland, please. Not on a fault line. Get away from the water. Get away from the city. Inland. Learn homesteading. There's plenty of groups about homesteading all over social media. And even if you don't want to join a group, there's plenty of people that do videos about homesteading. We're able to buy seeds now, at least for now. So if you buy like fruits and vegetables and they have seeds in it, keep the seeds. Or you can just buy some seeds and keep them. Get the seeds while you can. Of course, Amazon has seeds. Um, I know my local supermarket has seeds. Um, Family Dollar, at least where I live at, they have seeds. So look around and get you some seeds. Okay? Or save them when you buy your fruits and vegetables. Um... Homesteading is going to be important. Learning how to live off of the land. Um, learn about purchasing land and making sure wherever it is that you live, it can't be seized by the gov. That means you got to talk to some people that know some stuff. And they're all over social media because they're selling something. So learn about land and property and maybe you may go to one of those places where there's well water. So check that out as well. Learn whatever you can. It's a good time to get a one subject notebook and to take notes while you can. Recognize also that your faith is being tested. This comes with Neptune, faith is going to be tested. So there's all these different things happening all around. And then you're dealing with your healing and accepting the truth and having to let people go because they can't go with you. All sorts of things at one time. So it's very important to uh, stay grounded. But just... Do your best. Don't put a lot of pressure on yourself, but do your best to build your faith 
and God because God is going to be looking for you to put your faith and your trust in him to provide for you and to make a way. He also gave you a brain for you to use to think things through logically, you know, and do what he had already taught you to do and implement the new things that you'll be learning to do. For those of you that are staying in the United States, okay? Because I know that some people, they won't want to go. And then some people won't believe anything until a man comes on the TV and says so. Or they see it in their neighborhood when it's too late. I looked at the map to see, at least from where I'm at, where's the closest places to drive to. And I found Mexico and Canada. So the closest places to drive to. Now, I believe. No, I don't even, I'm not even going to say that. Mexico and Canada. Mexico City got to go through their earthquake, though, because they've been doing too much to God. Um, so if you do go to Mexico, just don't go to Mexico City and stay away from the water. Don't go, oh, it's beautiful by the beach. No. Drive to the beach. Go inland. Live off of the land. Drive to your supermarket. Stock up when you get there. Especially on your water. So when I was watching this movie, something so simple, um, Dragon Day, something so simple as water, it could have saved their lives. Even though they didn't have food, if they had water, it would have saved their lives. So, take a look around, look at the map, think things through, pray on it. Don't worry yourself, don't stress yourself. I know I was talking to God and I was like, OMG, because my stomach was in knots. I remember when I was eating all of them double stuffed Oreo cookies and my stomach was in knots. And God said to me, live your life. And he came and he comforted me for a few minutes and then he went on where he went. Not sure where he went. But he comforted me. I'd rather be safe than sorry. And God was, has been saying something else, too, about these food preppers. And I don't know why. Well, I take that back. I do know why. But he was telling me about the food preppers. He said, I see, I see all of what you have stored up, and it won't mean a thing. That's God saying he's going to destroy it. Mm-mm-mm. Their time is up. God is fed up. This guy, he was at work. And I could see that he was at work by what he was wearing in the background. It looked like 
like a kitchen in a restaurant or maybe in a hospital. And it looked like the man was holding back some tears and a man was speaking in a heavenly language. And I said, oh, I'm listening to God. I am listening. So I listened to the man. And he was telling, God was speaking through him, telling California to repent. And it sounded like righteous indignation. And I know how that felt because it happened to me a couple of days ago. And I kept seeing these people from Africa calling calling Putin uh, king. And righteous indignation came over me. And he was telling California to repent. But they got a lot going on. They weather. I've never heard about them having the type of weather that they have. Never. Especially not Sacramento. They've been having blizzards and floods and tornadoes. and God ain't done. Because California is one of them states that God said is going to be under the water. New York ain't innocent because they got all type of statues going on all around New York City. God gave me a dream about New York being underwater. Let me I'm gonna tell y'all what I remember about this dream. And it's just this one part. I remember being in a certain part of New York and the Hudson just started overflowing and the water kept rising and rising. And I was gathering people. And at first we was on top of a car. But I said, we're not going to make it if we stay on top of a car. We got to go up higher. And so I managed to get the people into a building. And we went and was on the roof of a building. And we were safe on the roof of a building. But the Hudson River, that water came up so high. It had to have been a good 10, 12 feet high. And I remember in the dream just staring at it in like shock and disbelief. At how it was flooded. And I remember saying something to an angel or an archangel. But that was it. That's all I remember about the dream. New York is not innocent. Texas is not innocent. Florida is not innocent. That man that's trying to ban Bibles, these states that's trying to ban Bibles, the people that's initiating that, You see what happened to them one year from now. That angers God. Because it's like you're not messing with the melanated people. You're messing with God. That was something I had recently learned from God. When he said when people do things to me, it's equivalent to them.
doing it specifically to him. And when you want to remove God from his people, you got a problem, especially with time being up. Got a problem. And there are certain people that know that their time is up. They see it unfolding right before their eyes. And they can't handle it. This is where all the meltdowns are coming from. They're losing their minds. And there's some people that are completely oblivious. They have no clue. Then there are the people who are just coming to the realization that time is up for them. They try to stay on the right side. They're trying to stay on the right side. And that was something that I noticed the gentleman saying to me when he was telling me about his experiences. He said, there's some places that won't even know that a nuclear war is happening. They won't even know. And then there are some people who will be right in the thick of it. And then there are the people who will be getting out at the last minute by the strong arm of God. That's why I say God ain't got to push me. I'm going willingly. Mm-mm. I'm going willingly. Mm-mm. Don't push me, God. You ain't got to push me. I don't want to stay till the last minute. Mm-mm. I don't want to see none of that. I don't want to be in a mess. I don't want nothing flying over my head. I don't want no dust. What they call that? Soot? I don't want no soot in my eye. No. No. And I know God told me I got to save some people. I got to bring them out. (laughs) Oh, my God. You're going to keep me here. (laughs) Don't you laugh. (laughs) You're going to keep me here if I try to go ahead of my time. It's going to be a problem. (laughs) I shouldn't laugh. I shouldn't laugh. I try to do it my own way. I'm going to have a problem. Mm-mm-mm. So, enough of my chit chat with y'all. Just wanted to come on here and just be an example to the different ways and how you can hear from God. Especially if you don't hear audibly, because not everybody hears audibly. Not everybody has dreams. Not everybody has open visions. And so you will want to know, how do you hear God? You tell him to confirm it, and he will. He hears you at all times, because you're part of him. You are part of him. Mm-hmm. 
So what else do I want to tell you guys? I think I told you the NASDAQ will be listing Bitcoin and Ethereum. It's going to drive their prices up. Big time. But you know what I thought? I thought about the blockchain. Because there's a Ethereum blockchain. There's a Bitcoin blockchain. That's your ERC-20 and your BEP-20s. And God told me he was going to crash Bitcoin. He didn't tell me why. Well, he told me money laundering, but that was it. I'm sure it's more to it than that. But he told me he was going to crash Bitcoin. And he said all the markets are going to crash. But if Bitcoin drop, Ethereum's going to drop too. So that, that means all Bitcoin, uh, all cryptocurrencies are going to crash. Except for the ones that got picked. The wealth of the wicked is later for the just. And this is how one person's loss is another person's gain. But you know who's going to lose? The people who have been doing children, poor people, and melanated people wrong. People who are prideful are the ones that are going to lose. And what they lose, melanated people will gain. So, I've got my main three tokens that I'm investing in, ones that God had told me about. But I tell you, when Bitcoin drop, I'm getting in that bad boy. I hope we go to a penny. I do. I hope we go to a good old penny. Because I thought to myself, when Bitcoin was a dollar, and if I would have just got 10, and that bad boy hit 68,000, I'd have been gone. Been. Been, been gone. Would never work again another day of my life. Mm-mm. Because for what? Mm-mm. I'd have been gone. Mm-mm. So here's what I want to say to those who don't have much money and you're listening to this. Because people always ask, how, how much money should they <clears throat> invest? And you might just be getting into it now. You might be thinking about it now. God might be laying it on your heart now. Put in as much as you can afford. Pay your bills first because you got to be a good steward over your finances. Pay your bills first. 
Make sure you have your food on your table. Make sure you got something in your stockpile. I don't care if you buy three cans of beans and two, you know, pastas. You got something. And let's just say you won't miss $10. You take that $10 and you get the cryptocurrency that God told you to get. You take care of what you need to take care of first. You know why? Because God is going to look out for his people. And if he told you to get something, and let's just say you got $10 and whatever he told you to get is 50 cents. You have 20 tokens, right? If God decides that he wants that token to go from 50 cents to 50,000, you're going to be upset? No. No, you're not. Can you move? And relocate off of 50000 and still have something left over? Yes, you can. Yes, you can. God will take care of you. Make sure you're doing your best to get your heart right. Get your mind in order. Do what you need to do. Don't put too much pressure on yourself. Don't stress yourself out. Don't worry yourself. We still got two more good years. And I don't even know what good looks like. But we got two more of it at the very least. If you need a time frame. Um, and that's all you could do. That's all you can do. All right, you guys. Um, I'm going to head out. I'm thinking, is there anything else I wanted to talk to you about when it comes to cryptocurrency? And it isn't. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I hear on the internet streets, I don't remember if it was BBC or CNN, somebody that got a newspaper article. They wrote that BlackRock has a couple of billion dollars in Bitcoin. A couple of billion. Now, you could Google that. Something will come up. I would be really upset if I had... $1 $1 billion in Bitcoin. No clue that God was going to crash it. And I went to sleep with $1 billion in Bitcoin. And I woke up the next day and my shit said zero. One man's loss is another person's treasure. The wealth of the wicked is laid up for the just. And I said, now, what is going on? 
What are they doing to poor people? What are they doing to melanated people? Shalom, you guys.